J.M. in the A.M. Baruch Levine song is entitled Ushaftem before that Menucha with Yehia Chodesh. Very appropriate. After all, it's Rosh Chodesh Mar Cheshvan here at J.M. in the A.M. It's also October 30th on the secular calendar, which means we're about three weeks away from November the 24th. Why is November the 24th such a significant date? Why am I asking people to set aside the evening of November the 24th? Why am I going to try over the next three weeks to convince everybody who listens to this show to be in New York City on the night of November the 24th? Because on November the 24th at the New York Marriott Marquis, not only is it the annual Ohel Gala, which is in, in and of itself, I say this every year, one of the few dinners it's actually worth going to, one of the few dinners you'll be completely inspired by. That that I say every year. But this year it's the 50th annual gala, celebrating 50 years, five decades of incredible service, really to the worldwide Jewish community, but you know uh, the effect that Ohel has had on our immediate uh, community in this area. The guests of honor in this 50th annual gala which is uh, subtitled Giant Leaps Taken, Bold Steps Forward. Uh, The guests of honor, the Meridian Capital Group, a a very well-known philanthropic uh, business organization that is um, always there for amazing causes. Meridian, the guests of honor at the annual gala this coming November the 24th. Susan and David Mandel are being feted with the Leadership Award. Uh, Tzippi and Stuart Nussbaum, the Nadiv Lave Awardees. Judith Goldberg Ness and Dr. Seth Ness, the Camp Cayley Family of the Year. There are wonderful chair people for the event. Uh, they are promising a unique, special, and uh, and incredible program befitting the 50th annual gala. All you got to do now is make a commitment to be there. I will be there, and I look forward to greeting you there at the New York Marriott Marquis. Phone number for information, 718-972-9338, 718 972 9338. You could log on to org, org, And visiting us this morning from the uh, Jaffa family campus in the heart of Brooklyn, New York, uh, where Ohel is now, uh, where its main headquarters is now situated, is the CEO of uh, Ohel. And that is, of course, David Mandel, who is in our studio. David, good morning and a guten chodesh to you. Good morning, Nachum. It's a pleasure to be here, and I like the use of the word fedded because in these gala dinners, first people are fed, and I, then I guess the honorees are fedded. <laughs> there you go. That works out well. When have you, have you yet, <coughs> excuse me, have you decided when to tell Susan that she is one of the honorees at the 24th <laughs> of November event, or are we still keeping it a secret from her? Well, let's begin first with Macheshwan Rosh Chodesh because this is a very special month for Susan and I. This is the month that Eliana, our daughter, was born. Nice. So that is the most important conversation to begin with. Agreed. I got married in Cheshvan. There like you that? go. So nothing else is important. For those of you out there who think nothing happened in Cheshvan, guess what? We got news for you. <laughs> uh, we got the invitation, the um, gala invitation a couple of days ago, as everyone else and your listening audience did. And when Susan opened it up, there she was and shows she's... She saw it. She now knows that um, we are being honored, thankfully. So so she's aware that she's expected to come on stage and accept an award that night. Um, She may have heard you now. We haven't gotten to that point yet. I would hope so. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. (laughs) Now you have to convince her actually just to to make the appearance and to get there on stage. Uh, Well, all kidding aside, it must be amazing for you. uh, And we'll talk about the other honorees in a minute, believe you me. Uh, But it must be amazing for you to be part of this program, not just in your usual role, but part of this program 
as somebody who's being recognized for the work you've been doing, and in turn, your wife has been doing, uh, all these decades for OHEL. You've spoken to us. In fact, the last time you were here, you spoke about the life-transforming um, uh, a job position that this has been for you. And I know it's very special being recognized in this way by OHEL. I have said on this um, radio program a number of times, on this live stream program <laughs> a number of times, the transformation is, uh, I've described it as that, thank God in 24 years of being involved in OHEL, very special place, a very special organization with a very special leadership, both the lay leadership and the professional leadership. Uh, people have heard me say that I haven't had a, a bad day. Right. I've had difficult days. I've had right. hard days. But I've never had a day in which I did not want to go to work. There are situations, there are individuals who are unhappy in life or unhappy in their job or unhappy in the situation and don't look forward to things. And thank God, I just look forward to things. And certainly, OHEL is one of the those very special things, events, opportunities that I look forward to, to be part of. Uh, what's interesting is you, you, to us, you are portrayed as a very caring and in some ways emotional person. That's the way you appear to me over all these years, someone who really cares, who deeply cares. I would think if I was in your position, seeing so much of the pain in our community and being greeted every morning, I suspect, you could tell me if it's different, by situations that are really painful, by kids who are in very difficult situations, by families that are torn apart, whether accidentally or on purpose by family members, it must be, you have to have developed some type of, I don't know, thick skin in order just to, to deal with each and every one of these individual cases and not, and not have it affect you in a very emotional manner? I think it's, um, I think that's um, a complicated comment or question that you asked, and I would uh, divide it into two parts. A good leader must recognize that leadership means that they have to surround themselves with people that can do excellent work right. and need to be different than they are, need to have different skills than they do. And you want to be sure that you give over responsibility to them, that you don't want to do it all, that you cannot do it all. Delegate. You delegate. But... but but in, in human services, in mental health, the delegation is that where you should not be the hero. Right. The people that come to you are often desperate, and you have this initial reaction, well, let me help them. Let me help everybody. Let me solve their problem. You know, let me be the good guy. Let me be the hero. Knight in shining armor. The knight in shining armor. And so that's great. But then that means that you're working with just a certain number of people. How many people can you work with right. at any one time? So you give, you give responsibility over to other people. It's not that you insulate yourself. It's not that you're running away from, but that you are giving responsibility to other people because you train them. They are trained by your will and they know what to do. And you know that they know what they're doing. So one second, that might be the answer to my question then. The reason you don't get depressed 
And the reason the pain does not remain with you every time you're presented with a situation is because you are confident that you're passing this on to somebody who can deal with it. You're confident that you now have the right person to step in and solve it. That's the first half. Right. The second half is if at any point you you feel, oh, I, I don't want to talk to these people. Right. I don't want to deal with this problem. Another person calling with a problem? And that's the reaction you have in your heart and your brain, then then you're in it too long. Then it's time for you to get out. Then then you need to have that simpatica. But that doesn't mean you have to solve everyone's situation. Right. Um, you have to it has to get to you, but it has to get to you in a place where you can also step back, think about it. And then make a decision that this is something that you should respond to, or this is something I have the great person to connect you with, Nachum. Right. And she or he will help you immediately. You said you're doing this 24 years at OHEL? As Jay Kestenbaum uh, said to me, David, this is your first 24 years at OHEL. <laughs> the reason I say it like that is because it seems to me that's an unusually long run for a position like this. You know, we're in a community, and you observe the community the same way I do. We're in a community that today, if you're in a job more than three years, people are people are wondering what's wrong. Why why haven't you been poached by some other organization yet? Twenty four years, yeah. This is JM and the AM like your run over there at OL. I mean, and and I think you have to agree it's an exception for the reason I just said, and also it's an exception because you know you come run out of gas at some point, as you just alluded to. It's not not easy to maintain the level of uh, commitment that one needs in this position. So you're in an unusual, uh, in an unusual place. Well, thank God. Um, Hashem is giving me a lot of strength, and I look forward to, to continuing. If I was um, a baseball uh, manager or an NFL manager, three years would be about the... Uh, <laughs> the limit? About the limit, the term limit. <laughs> Nachum, what can I tell you? And they're not even kicking you out. They're honoring you. <laughs> they're honoring and They're me. doing the exact opposite. <laughs> about what most people go through at this point. My my first 24 and a half years, thank God. Exactly. It's a combination of, um, it's a combination of the the great lay leadership, very engaged board of directors. We call it a very active board and they are the prime example board. Mel's active and Jay Kestenbaum, the um, co-presidents, Moish Hellman, who recently um, became the president emeritus and continues to be the ombudsman, the entire board of directors the entire senior professional staff. You know, when you have an organization who's always on the move, who's always looking to grow in the right way with, with, with good business sense, when, when, you, when you develop new programs, you have a Cam Cayley, you, mm-hmm. have, you have the Glory and Harvey Cayley and, and the Cayley family and so many new things that are going on and uh, the Ronnie Hirsch and Larry Gabe should have a full Shlema and get home today with the Lifetime Care Foundation, everything else that, that goes on. But you see, uh, we've, also, the excitement. we've also discussed. And how, I'm looking at Ellie Libin behind you on the wall. One, Ellie, one, of, your, one of your great foster parents, right? The, one of the other things we've always discussed is hard, it's hard to stay number one. When you're number one, everyone's targeting you. And you've had this, thank God, Bliyayin Hara, incredible run, recognized as you're doing all this, as... As I mean, I don't even know, you know, what the statistics say exactly, or what the reports say exactly. But to us in the community, still, you know, number one up there 
in this area of social service. And that's a hard thing to maintain, especially for this length of time. Yeah, it's the uh, Meishelman comment about OHAL's foster care program as being ranked um, the top or one of the top foster care programs in, in New York City, which right. is, of course, OHAL's first program. And Meishelman and I had the opportunity to sit with Lester Kaufman uh, yesterday for two hours speaking about the, the first days of OHAL back in 1969, 1971. Lester was the first um, uh, executive director of OHAL, um, and I'm the, the, the second um, Chief Executive Officer, how do you stay? How do you stay at the top or near the top? It's just it's the good old good old fashioned way. It's just really hard work, hard constant work, hard work, good personnel, movement. Even the volunteers you guys seek out on this uh, subject, I know a little bit from the inside. Even some of the volunteers you seek out, uh, they are they are um, you know given proper training, intensive training. And you don't put people in positions, especially sensitive positions, that they cannot handle. I'm never tired of repeating the story about um, the home that um, Ohel Beis Ezra has on 257 East Broadway with 11 gentlemen with developmental disabilities who live there. Many of whom I saw this past Shabbos. I believe it was two years ago on Sukkot when they were davening in the same shul that Nachum Siegel was davening and uh, Nachum Siegel bought one of the gentlemen there in Aliyah. So that not only goes to the conversation about destigmatizing people in the community. We talk about OHAL as being, uh, having two, two missions. One is to provide services, and the second one is to teach the community about stigma. So when individuals with disabilities go into the community, a part of the community, and the Nachum Siegel and the Tzipi and Stewie Nussbaum um, uh, invite them into the ritual and organize a Shabbaton for them, which, which Ari and Ruthie Younggrai started many years ago, and get them aliyahs and invite them. And Rabbi Feitman honors them like, like the scholar and residents that they are. Those are the volunteers that permeate throughout all communities. That's what makes Ohel, that's what makes people with... The, you know, OHEL honors, we talked about Meridian mm-hmm. Capital Group and other honorees, but it's really all these individuals, the um, the 12,143 people that OHEL serves every single day that are the honorees. Yeah, no question about it. I, uh, by the way, just to fill in the story, because <laughs> we actually bought him Chas and Torah. You have a lot of great volunteers who take care of your residents on Shabbos and Yantif, and I'm sure during the week as well. But there was one exceptional one, and that's who you were alluding to. And and we, in the Mizrahi, called him a Jewish hero because of the way he dealt with both the staff and the residents. We actually bought him. We got together. This group wasn't just me. We got together and said, we're buying him Chassan Torah. It's one of the heroes. And, like, uh, I don't even think we insisted he give Kiddush after that, by the way. I think we may have given, given the Kiddush. But, yeah, it's just a small gesture to recognize the heroes of our community. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Round the world, the web at NahumSingle.com and the NahumSingle Network, and, of course, the beloved NSN app. We have two things to do. Number one, let's go through the honorees. Obviously, you and Susan are being uh, honored, and we look forward to celebrating with you. You mentioned Meridian Capital Group. This is a business organization 
that is there for many great causes. You, you, you do not mind saying that you share Meridian with a lot of amazing philanthropic efforts out there. Baruch Hashem Ohel is one of them, and they will be recognized on the night of November the 24th. Meridian Capital Group, um, accepted by Ralph Hertzka, the President, uh, Chief Executive Officer of Meridian. Uh, Meridian and Ohel go back literally um, 35 years. When Meridian well, was a tenant at 4510 16th Avenue on the second floor of the Ohel building in right. Borough Park. And they were there, I, I think, for 10 years prior to Meridian Ralph moving to downtown Brooklyn and actually the world over. So Ohel is very excited. Meridian, uh, there's the Meridian Volunteer Program at Ohel, uh, which was dedicated uh, a number of years ago, speaking about yeah. volunteer services. I know it quite So well. having Meridian as the guest of honor... It's very special for us. And being a 50th year makes it even more special. The Nussbaums we mentioned, you just actually mentioned them. Uh, other, others in our community, or I should say another uh, couple in our community who in many different ways uh, help OHEL, uh, not just on the philanthropic side, but as you said, in recognizing how important uh, the residents and volunteers are at OHEL. And they're going to be recognized that night on the 24th of November. Tippy and Stewie Nussbaum um, live in Cedarhurst. They are um, just exceptional volunteers. Every single year, they invite 25 men and women with disabilities who live in um, homes throughout um, New York City and Nassau County. Uh, they organize the Shabbaton. Uh, they organize um, 15, 20 families uh, to host these individuals. Um, the Red Shul, Rabbi Yaakov Feitman, nice. Rabbi Yaakov Feitman Shul, um, and it's 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 um, it's a weekend that not only do the individuals with disabilities look forward to, but all the members of the shul, hundreds of families, <laughs> look forward to. I hope all those families going to be at the dinner, Bezrat Hashem. My thanks to and Mazal Tov to David Mandel uh, for being our guest this morning here at JM in the AM, and of course Mazal Tov on uh, he and Susan. Uh, receiving the Leadership Award coming up November the 24th at the OHEL 50th Annual Gala. Mazal tov to all the honorees. We are expecting an incredible crowd to pay tribute to 50 years of OHEL at this unique and amazing OHEL Gala on the 24th of November at the New York Marriott Marquis. Make sure you are there for this unique and creative program. Starts at 5 p.m. with buffet dinner. The program begins at 6.30 Giant leaps taken, bold steps forward. Pay tribute to Ohel on this historic 50th gala on the 24th of November. Call 718-972-9338, 718-972-9338, or go to the web, ohelgala.org, ohelgala.org. Mazal tov again to all the honorees, and my special thanks to David Mandel, CEO of Ohel, for an amazing morning here on a Wednesday at JM in the AM.